How's it going, everyone? I'm Mark. I'm Ian. And this is the Uncaped Crusaders Review. Another week, another show. We're back in uh, 1966, Adam West, Batman Land. Um, didn't talk about oh, wow. two episodes for that. Has it? I don't know. It feels like it has. Maybe not. <laughs> well, we did miss a week in there, so I guess it's been a little yeah. bit longer than, than, than it normally is. So I guess that's fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we got the uh, the Cat and the Fiddle. Catwoman. Or no, uh, sorry. Hot Off the Griddle and the Cat and the Fiddle. A couple of Catwoman episodes to get to, episodes three and four of season two of the Batman 66 show. So, that's like the redemption fun. from the last two episodes. Uh, yes, yes, <laughs> definitely the case. I have I have several thoughts on these episodes, and it's gonna be that's gonna be fun. We'll get to that a little bit in just a little bit. Um, there's not really a whole lot of news going on, especially not compared with last week. No, I mean, thank God. There was there, tons there. of news last week. Yeah, there is some drama kind of news that's been going on lately. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure you've been privy to some of it. Yeah, um, well, one of the things we didn't mention last week was anything about what's going on with Star Wars or with oh, Lucasfilm. Oh, God. Which <laughs> yeah. is just going insane with now. Oh, yes. Now it, now it really looks like Kathleen Kennedy is will be gone. I'll, I'll believe it when I see uh, it. Right, and, yeah. But know, at this point, can you even imagine them re-signing her? Unfortunately, I can because they they re-signed her what uh, True, two years ago. But, but also they re-signed her while all of the movies were still going on. Yeah, like, yeah, and that was before Rise of Skywalker, and, and all no that one stuff. else wanted to finish them. Sure. So, sure. I mean, I I can understand that that logic. Yeah. Um I I can't imagine them signing her again. At this point. Yeah, especially after the Leslie Headland power play, um, or is that her name? What's the dumb woman's it name? It doesn't matter. Yeah, the, the, the stupid feminist writer that she. I know who you're talking about. It doesn't matter. Yeah, the chick that she signed off or that she announced was going to be part of Star Wars, and Bob Iger and everybody else was like, "Uh, oh, this is news to us." And mm-hmm. so that that no doubt pissed her off. And then the whole power struggle on the Mandalorian, I'm sure, has not earned her any. And the Any fact that she's race. single-handedly killed uh, the most popular brand of all time. Yeah, again, which is why common sense would be she should have been gone after oh, sure, of her contract. Same reason that Snyder should have been gone after Man of Steel, but sure, that's sure. neither here nor there. Well, now Zack Snyder is the savior of everything, and everyone loves oh, yes. him, and everyone thinks he's the greatest person and the greatest director of all time, and it's, it's really bugging ridiculous. me. Like, it really... uh, again, it's all just because so many other bad things happened. That's the only right. reason this is happening. Everyone right. has forgotten how not good of a storyteller Zack Snyder is. Oh god! Here's a here's a crazy alternate universe, Mark. Imagine if they had brought you know someone else to finish Justice League, but it wasn't Joss Whedon. Imagine yeah. it was someone way better. And imagine if that Justice League was better than every other DC movie, which is not a high bar up until then, sure. and killed it out of the park. I wonder how different the landscape would be now, and how differently we'd be looking at the the Snyder films in retrospect. Because that's what's helped is that. Sure. The Joss Whedon Frankenstein Justice League is so terrible right. that people are even clamoring for Zack Snyder forgetting how bad things were. But right. I wonder what would happen if that had actually occurred. 
Hmm. I mean, I I don't know. It, it might have made a little bit of it. I'm sure it would have made some difference. I'm, I mean, it, obviously, because the movie then would have been you know successful. So right, that but, would be um, a whole no, different issue. What I really hate that's been going on lately. I don't know if you saw the freaking fan edit of Shazam that's been going around. It's yeah. so stupid. Yeah. Okay. Look, I, I understand all the stuff, and and I agree. It's just, I mean, again, we, I mean, we, we all know this. The Snyder fans are some of the dumbest people in the world because they're so i don't even know how like brainwashed i don't know it's like they don't think straight but blind yeah yeah i don't i don't know what it is exactly i don't know how to exactly explain it but they're i i again i I don't know how to explain it. it yeah blind is maybe a good way to put it like the worst part is they're not DC fans, and that's what right, I hate. They right, really right. don't well, care about these characters. Again, there's different camps, but yeah, the sure, one, the sure. hardcore ones are not even hardcore. DC fans. They're they're just they're just Snyder fans. But like, they don't understand the own things that they complain about, and right. it's it, they're just oblivious. Maybe that's a good word. They're just oblivious oh, to everything. Well, yeah, for, for anyone who doesn't know, some fan is going around because he did a quote-unquote fan edit of Shazam, where basically he just makes it dark and grim and awful and takes out yeah. all the humor to make it like freaking Man of Steel or Batman right. Superman. And it's dumb because that's not how you should do the character of Shazam. There's a reason right. they didn't have Zack Snyder for many reasons, but there's a reason sure. why you don't have the, that same director do a character like Shazam, you know? Yeah. It's because different tones and styles fit different characters. Yes, yes, exactly. And that's one thing Zack Snyder does not understand. Um, Ew, it's that, that's, to be everything. honest, that's probably the single biggest issue with, with yeah, Zack Snyder probably. stuff. Um, oh, oh. But at the same time, I'm not going to be someone who's going to dump on this guy like everyone else is, even oh, though I, I think it's stupid and I think the guy's a hypocrite for everything. But at the same time, I'm not going to dump on anyone for making their own whatever. It's like, I don't care. That's uh-huh. fine. I don't, it doesn't bother me. It's like, you do whatever you want. I, I don't care. But but if you do it in, in the pretense that you're like, this is how it should have been, then you're kind of a douche. I'm Yes, but uh, at the same time, I just don't care. It, it, I mean, I don't either. I'm I not going to watch it. I'm not, I don't, I'm not giving anyone any, any, any of my care or publicity or i don't i don't care i just don't yeah no i'm not gonna watch it but i just i saw that and it's like but it does it does it does uh highlight just the hypocrisy and the obliviousness of the Zack snyder hardcore fan base and and then the other drama going around is a whole freaking rafe fisher uh joss whedon that's another thing thing. don't care don't (sighs) care i i really don't I, i i just don't care but it is weird how there's all this stuff it it does surprise me how Zack Snyder is such like a a nice and like a fairly easy to get along with guy apparently. Oh, I'm and sure also he is. Everything I've seen. Tool at the same time. Yeah, that's why. But but it's only with like certain things. It's criticism. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's only with criticism. It seems like everything else he seems fine. And yeah, because then... because all the on set footage I've seen. Yeah, it, like all the actors who worked with him just say how nice he is. Yeah, and everyone he does loves seem, him. He does seem really cool and down to earth as yeah. a director. But God, yeah, when you when you start to challenge his views or his movies or anything like that, he the turns into the biggest, out. yeah, the biggest freaking hypocrite. Yeah, and that 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 bugs me. But um, and, and so yeah, Ray Fisher has been casting all this this uh, I don't know venom at at Joss Whedon, saying that he was awful on set and treated the cast terribly, which I've never heard from anybody else. I mean, I'm not a I Joss no Whedon idea. fan by any means. Um, I thank him for you know pulling off Avengers, but oh, man, yeah. does but does he? 
does his dialogue get thin quick and annoying? It does. But um, it does. And, and and I hear he's a total cuck and douche in real life. But but I've never heard anything of him about treating actors and crew badly. So that that just came out of nowhere. And then when you compare that to Ray Fisher's Comic Con comments where he's praising Joss Whedon, it's like glad to see, you know glad to see where your priorities are, dude. Yeah, I I don't know. Don't know. Don't very, care. Just very 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 classless. I thought, and I'm like, dude, this is like your first and only movie. Yeah. And this is only cementing this is probably going to be your only movie. Although, to be fair, those are always the people that are the worst. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. It's, it's, always, the, it's always the C and D list celebrities that are the the most unbearable. Yeah, always. no, you're right. You're right. That's the, probably what it is. Yeah. I don't, I don't know why that is, but they're the ones who are going to be the most political, the most. The, it's always it's, – it's very oh, rarely right. the A-list celebrities. You're, you're totally right. It must be just a confidence thing. Once you know, yeah. once you've had so much accomplishments and stuff like that, you don't need to. Be well, that's an also part of how people become A-list celebrities too. Is is sure, everyone likes sure. you? Obviously, uh, good point. That's, that's good part point. of it too. But you think of the top ones. I mean, obviously, you still have some stuff like Leonardo DiCaprio with some of his things and Natalie Portman. Well, yeah. Well, she's not really yeah. an A-list anymore. So again, yeah, not really. Yeah, that, that kind, kind of obscure. that that. But I'm telling you, just look. Think of all the top top celebrities. And then think about how many times they they run their mouth and and and, sure. and say all this stuff, and it's not it's it's not a it's a small minority of the top stars. Yeah, so vocal minority for sure. It's yeah. always the lower ones that are the crazy ones because okay. they they need the publicity. That's why. Yeah, you're totally right. Directors too. Yep. Yep. Very true. Anyway, uh, yeah, not really. But uh, other than just some of the dra- that drama stuff, there's not really any news stuff coming out. So, uh, no, not that I can no, think of. Not no. a lot's going on. Apparently, Christopher Nolan hates chairs. That's another. <laughs> yeah, that's the most Christopher Nolan thing I've ever heard. <laughs> yes, it is. That made me I, laugh. I wasn't, I I wasn't surprised at all. I mean, this is no. a guy who doesn't own a cell phone or the internet. I mean, he. Right. So when I heard that, I'm like, yep, that, that sounds like something he would do. And I love it. <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's the same with Quentin Tarantino, too. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Uh, you know, you know how these guys are. But hey, it, it pays off in in the long and, run. And, and the to be fair, I mean, these guys all practice what they preach. So no, totally. That's that's why I give them credit. So they're yeah, they're not yeah. hipsters or whatever. They they you're right. They practice what they preach. That was that was funny though. It um, was funny though. <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much it. Um, do you watch any yeah. movies, Ian? Uh, nothing new. I uh, the only movie I rewatched lately that I bought that I, I kicked myself for not owning was Speed. I couldn't believe I didn't own that. Okay. Uh, yeah, I have that on DVD somewhere. Yeah, I, I got it on Amazon, so I, I watched that. Oh God! But talk about a perfect action movie. That's Just... such a. It's such a good. It's it's such a good movie. It really it's is. Per- it, it, it. I think I think they should have ended it with the bus. I, I think I think that should have been the end of the movie. Because it, goes, I, I, it goes no, downhill I, from there. I mean, it gets it, it gets very much. very generic after that. I mean, sure, but like, you, I mean, it's still some... fine. I don't not like it, but it's just like once the bus explodes, it's like that's the finale, man. I mean, that that's your big conclusion, and then after that, what are how are we supposed to get up for it again? I mean, we've the, the movie's climaxed at that point. What? Well, I mean, I, I get that, but then the problem is, well, you still have to have some type of conclusion with with Dennis Hopper. Ah, you you know? could have had him be at the airport or something. Eh, but then that would, but then people would be like, "Oh, the smart bomb terrorist doesn't know to stay away from the scene of the crime or whatever." And... Who cares? It's a dumb action movie. But that's what I'm saying. So who cares if it ends with him and because and it's not as exciting. Of... That's that's I'm I'm I trying to think about how you end it the most ramp up and then big payoff as possible. 
instead of big payoff. And then now we go down and now we have to come back up for not as big of a payoff. I, I disagree. I, I still like the ending, but I, I get it. I know I know Tarantino says the same thing. He's like, the movie ends when the bus blows up. And yeah, I get it, but I still that's like the movie. it. The movie. That's what makes it different. That's what makes it so great. Oh, sure. And then but after that, now still... we're back on a train, like every other 90s action movie. Sure. And 2000s action movie. And yeah, yeah, a lot pretty of much any action movie since... <laughs> still today, yeah. Since, since the early 90s. Yeah, it's, since it's CG, since CGI came around, every every movie has a train. Well, even then, like the fugitive, that that train crash was all practical. It's, it's still yeah, around it's today. Awesome. Yeah, 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 it is. But, but still, nineties, man. It's, the nineties oh, yeah. was the decade for trains and action movies. Well, definitely, like in vehicles, like airplanes, yeah, Air yeah. one, and <laughs> all that stuff. A passenger fifty seven, so vehicle heavy, definitely. That is that is fair. That, that's and a good it, point. And then we want to talk about speed too, which no one ever should. There's, there's only I, I, I don't do sequels. I don't do. Although, <laughs> speaking of not doing sequels, I've no. watched two new movies this week, and okay. one of those was a sequel. And not only am I usually anti sequels, I'm also anti. I'm really anti comedy sequels. Sure. Uh, I can name. I can list on one hand good comedy sequels, and I watched one of them. This past week, and it's I finally watched Wayne's World 2. Oh, yeah, that wasn't that bad. I had not watched it yet. I, I'd been meaning to, but I just hadn't got around to it. And then I saw it on Amazon, and I was like, okay, uh, it's 90 minutes long. I'm going to finally watch this. Because, I mean, Wayne's World is one of the greatest comedies oh, of hilarious. the past 30 years. And it's wonderful and fantastic. And so, Great. and I'd heard that the second one wasn't bad. So I was like, all right, I'll give it a yeah, shot. Huh. There's several I refuse to give shots because they don't sure. exist. Caddyshack. Uh, oh, God, yeah. Caddyshack, Ghostbusters. Anyway, um, there's a handful. But I watched this one, and I enjoyed it. I enjoyed yeah. this movie. It's not bad. I mean, it's nowhere near the first one, but but no, of course. but but they know that, and they don't try to do that. Yeah. And they really don't even try and go a whole lot bigger. They just kind of – It's it's more it, – this one feels more like SNL than even the first one. Oh, the yeah, first yeah, one I, is I a little bit more of a movie, and this one feels a little bit more skit-based. Yeah, definitely. But, which is fine. Which is fine. Um, and But this is what got me. Everything with Garth and Kim Bassinger is some of the funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, I forgot about them. <laughs> and I don't like that trope because it's usually forced, it's overplayed, it's oh, not sure. usually that funny. The the no. the weird doofy guy with the with the hot chick, inexplicably hot chick, right. is Somehow attracted to him, yeah. And, and it happens in every movie, and it's oh, usually sure. just kind of uh, okay. It's forced, whatever. Yeah, it's usually the actor being like, "Can you put me with a really hot actress?" Right. And it's like, okay, fine. But Dana Carvey is so funny. Oh, he is. In that, it, it's it's it it made me laugh, and I was even laughing knowing I'm like I shouldn't even be laughing at, at this because <laughs> it's so not unique. But he's just so funny. The funniest part of the whole movie is when he, he goes to her apartment, and she comes in and pours him a drink, and hands him like the scotch, and he takes a sip and then spits it out. And he's just like, "Ugh, I think the coke is flat." <laughs> 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 I had to pause the movie and rewind oh, wow. it about three times nice. watching that. That made me laugh so hard. Again, the characters that are dumb enough to where they believe what they say are oh, yeah. always the funniest. That's why Troy's the best community character. 
That's why Auto- Sean is so funny in, in Psych. I mean, it's it's the characters that are Auto over the top the enough. Bitch called Wanda. Yep. Yes, exactly. Where they're doing something dumb, and you're like, that's not even good. That, that, that's just dumb. But the character <laughs> is so sincere yeah. that it, it's hilarious. And it, that that's the case with, with Dana Carvey as Garth. Yeah, I need, I need to rewatch Wayne's World, too. I haven't seen it forever. But yeah, I remember watching it and be like, oh, this yeah. is actually exactly pretty much what a comedy sequel should be. Again, yeah. you, you can't recapture that lightning in a bottle. Of the and first they one. don't try, which is exactly. which is one of the biggest faults of most of the comedy sequels. And they don't it's try. Like, they just try and do different stuff. And it works. It's like it's like 22 Jump Street. They knew exactly yeah. what to do. They did it again. And they're like, OK, we get away with that once. Let's stop there. Yeah, no, they 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 were able to pull that off too. Yeah, that's one of those that's one of those handful of uh, good comedy sequels. I like Fletch Lives. A bunch of people hate Fletch Lives. I don't understand. I still think it's hilarious. Is it as good okay. as the first one? No, but I sure. still think it's very funny. Um, and then I was trying to think of one of the other ones that I thought was funny. Now I forgot what it was. There was yeah, a couple. There, 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 yeah. there wasn't many. There was like four Not or five. Many. No, it was way more worse than, than good oh, ones gosh, for sure. Yes. Um, the other movie I watched that I was a little disappointed in was uh, Public Enemies. Oh, yeah. I watched yeah. a Michael Mann movie, gangster movie, sure. John Dillinger. I was like, I like the John Dillinger story. That's interesting sure. stuff. Obviously, interesting. obviously, Michael Mann has made two of my favorite movies with uh, Heat and Collateral. It's like, I'll, you oh, know, sure. I, I've been meaning to watch more Michael Mann movies. Unfortunately, uh, there's not a whole lot, especially post 21st century. Yeah, and it's like this movie had like everything going for it, but it's just not interesting. Like it's no. just dull. Yeah, it's, it's not exciting. Long... They never yeah. establish any characters. Not even John Dillinger. They they don't build any characters. They don't really have anything happen. Like no. it's just a bank robber. It's just a bunch of like scenes strung yeah. together. Yeah, and, and he does that weird camera. I don't know what type of camera lens it is, but I, I hate it. He, where he's used it ever since Miami Vice, he used it for collateral, which I didn't mind it too much in that movie. But you definitely notice in in this one where I I can't describe it, but it, it looks fuzzy almost and just kind of yeah, just a little off. Yeah, yeah, I, I I need to look into it, but it looks nothing like the the cinematic wide scope of Heat in his '90s movies. It's nothing like that. And I, I hate it, but. Yeah, it's, it's it's disappointing, especially given the cast. Yeah, I know it's it's a great cast, and and everyone's fine, and sure. but it's just yeah, it's just it it's dull. Like the way it's not it edited well. It's uh, there's Patience no there's off. no excitement, there's no tension. Like it's no, just no. I, I can't explain it. It's just one of those things where you're just like, I'm not really sure what missed, but something just just missed. Yeah. I, I, I don't know what it is, but he just Michael Mann has not been the same since Collateral. He just has yeah. not been able to get back to that that peak. He can, we know he can get to, and it's it's unfortunate. It is. It really is. Just with how good those two movies are, and apparently a lot of people like Miami Vice and and uh, oh, I don't Miami Vice to me is too. the same as Public Enemy. It's really? long. It's boring. It's the same camera. It's terrible. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Do not watch my Miami Vice. <laughs> well, it's nothing uh, like the show. Well, I'm gonna watch it at some point, but the show's the well. show's fun. Um, yeah, yeah, the show's great, and that's why the movie sucks. This is yeah, nothing like it. Yeah, well, that's that is fair. That is fair. Yeah. But and Jamie Fox sucks. Yeah, I've, I'm never. I'm not a big Jamie Fox fan. I, I'm, I'm just, everyone loves Jamie Fox, and do they? Yeah, a lot of people do. A lot of people do with with the range of stuff that he's done, and okay. I don't know. Other than Collateral, I haven't been a big fan of him. I love him in Collateral. But yeah, sure, he's good. Well, I that. like him in Django, but that's about yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, yeah, he's good. Yeah, Django's good. But Christoph Waltz steals it, and everybody else steals 
steals it. Leonardo DiCaprio, Samuel Jackson, everybody else. Well, yeah, that's that 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 is that is true. That's true. Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah. So those are the two movies that I watched this week, or okay. new movies that I watched. Um, not too bad. All right. Well, it's enough of that. Now it's time to get into the actual part of the show, which is where we talk about Batman. Going through yes. two different Batman TV shows, animated series, and the 66 show, and that's where we're at today. Uh, episodes three and four three of season two of Batman 1966, Hot Off the Griddle, and The Cat and the Fiddle. And uh, we get some more Catwoman. First Catwoman appearance of second season, and only the second Catwoman appearance of the show. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah, God, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's the only second time oh, I've gotten to see Julie Newmar's uh, Catwoman because Catwoman was in the movie, obviously, but it was That's what I was thinking by... of. I'm like, no, we've had three, but it was a movie we saw in between. Yep, played by yeah. uh, Lee Merriweather, but right. Julie Newmar is back, and it's... Catwoman ain't up it up to 150%. Just and chewing that scenery. I'm telling you, it is. this is why these villains are just so good because all of the main villains... All four of them just go all out every yep. time they're there. And it is just an absolute joy to watch. Because there's nothing worse than a flat, boring villain. That's the worst thing ever. I mean, Art like when Carney. They, well, yeah, I mean, that's one example. <laughs> but even, even in like mainstream movies, big movies, I hate when a villain is just boring and taking himself seriously. Yeah. It's like. Oh, dude. I mean, granted, you had to base it off. So, like, these villains being all hammy and over top is perfect for the complete seriousness of Batman and Robin. Yep. Because they play perfectly. Whereas, yep. if you have a, a quirky villain, you don't want to have a quirky hero, too. Um, right. it, it does not work. It, they need to be opposite. This is why Deadpool is so good. Because you have Deadpool, who's Deadpool, and you have Francis, who's completely a stick in the mud. It's Emotionless. Perfect. Exactly. Non-feeling. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Oh, and man. that's why these villains work so well. I know, because it is just the seriousness of all seriousness with Adam West <laughs> and Burt Ward, and then just the over-the-top goofiness of the villains. It's almost, it just, it fits so well, because it's almost like they're trying to just get a rise out yeah. of Batman, which, which just perfect. works so well. Because <laughs> that's like the best part of the Joker, is when he's trying to get a rise out of Batman, whether it's... Right. You know, psychotic break or just make him laugh. Yep, exactly, exactly. And all, and all the villains have that kind of quality to it. Oh, for sure. And uh, as far as the actual episode goes, it makes absolutely no sense. Yeah, no, I, I can't remember. Also, this, this isn't even a two-parter. It's just one episode and then another Catwoman episode stitched together by a death trap. Yeah, they're, they're really not. They're, the, the, they don't the carry over are, at all. Yeah. No, no. The <laughs> Nothing plot, carries no. over. Which is fine, I guess. <laughs> the whole plot of the first one is she's training other cat burglars. To, Which is great. <laughs> for this big, big crime. Big, guess, yeah. you know, big thing. And then the second one is her by herself trying to swindle a millionaire out of a million dollars and two Stradivariuses. And then undercover Robin, yeah. That's that's what it is. They're, they're, they're yeah. not related at all. Like, oh, yeah. There's no continuity, no. But I loved watching her like teach cat burglar school oh that's great <laughs> to, to, to these three doofuses <laughs> that was that was fantastic i enjoyed that a lot uh but um 
yeah so that was that that was fun i i, I enjoyed that a lot and and what she uh wrote down is fantastic it's uh th- this is what she was teaching in the curriculum uh, principles of window jimmying oh, yeah. uh, safe cracking for fun <laughs> and, uh, for fun and profit essentials oh, yeah. of cat burglaring and mugging made easy <laughs> so <laughs> She had the original, you know, books for dummies before, <laughs> before they did. Exactly. Exactly. Cat for dummies by Catwoman. Yeah, that was uh that was a lot of fun. Also, I love how every henchman in the show is just the worst actor of all time. Oh and, god, yeah. And all I could think of is like how many people auditioned for the roles of these henchmen? And 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 just thinking that these Three were the best ones. Oh wow! I haven't I haven't put that in perspective, but wow, I mean, wow! Look, I about get that? the show is the way yeah. it is, and so you're gonna have a little bit of that. But even as far as that goes, yeah, that, it's that's still be bad. Quite the, can you imagine being a struggling actor and trying to make it, and then you watch the episode and you're like, "This is a role I went up for," and seeing what the guy like <laughs> puts in, you're like, "I lost to that." <laughs> it's so, poor, like especially that one guy who who gets. Uh, Captured by the police by some miracle. Oh yeah, the police well, actually capture one of them by yeah, themselves. They're not totally incompetent, yeah. And uh, that guy's man. I mean, I mean, he goes for it. I'll give him that, I guess. But yeah, like what was that one extra? Was it the the, the doctor that you pointed out that one time? Oh that yes, you... the doctor was my favorite guy in the world. <laughs> yeah, that gave the most over the top. And the Mister Freeze episode. Uh, that guy yeah, yeah, was... yeah. That's, that's what it was. Fantastic when they're uh when he's de thaw like thawing, uh, yes, Batman and Robin. That that's the best. That's the best bit part for sure that we've seen <laughs> yet. That in the uh and uh, that reporter in the King Tut episode was pretty good. Oh yeah, um he was funny, but uh yeah that was oh yeah because there was some cool trivia about that guy. I forget yeah. Oh, is there? No, I don't remember. There was, yeah. When we yeah, said the episode, yeah, I can't remember was. what it was. Know. Go back and listen to the episode. You'll, you guys there will you figure go. it out. Um, I love... Yeah, no, the, the henchmen are terrible. You can already tell that some of the changes in, from first season to the second season, one of them being they have really, really upped the ante on... Um, uh, the traps? No, well, yeah, kind of, but... At least in this one, yeah. Like, um... Um, gosh, like morals, I guess is a good uh, way, okay. and life lessons for Robin. Yeah. Boy, they yeah. really hammer it home so far in these first couple of episodes. Um, there's, there's, there's a, there's several, there's several things we got. You know, like nine different Boy Scouts references. <laughs> you know, nice. brought to you by the now defunct Boy Scouts of America. Oh God, yeah, it's sad. <laughs> and. uh you know, always be prepared. And then after he does all this, Alfred comes in and then just reinforces it, having no knowledge <laughs> of the previous conversation, which was which in was case you funny. missed it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, we have Batman putting uh, putting um, some money in the parking meter because it goes to the uh, the the civic workers of Gotham. It's <laughs> always good. It. That's always a big, yeah. that's always a big deal. Um, but then we have the greatest one of all time and, and, and I know we're only, you know, a couple episodes into the second season. We still have like 50 something more to go in this season alone. And then, and then the interesting season three, 
But this, by far, is the best life lesson Batman has ever given to Robin. Um, and it's, at the, very, it's at the very end of the second episode when the criminals are trying to escape from that rocket on that getaway rocket. And <laughs> yeah. um, it's not working. And you got Robin coming in and he's like, you can't get away from Batman that easy. Easily. Right. Easily. Good Ever. grammar is essential, Robin. Thank you, Batman. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Greatest back and forth in the entire show and the best lesson Batman ever gives to Robin. It's not even close. There's not a close second. Uh, I might have to disagree. I, I think the, the, the importance that of... kills me every oh, oh, that, that's great. time. Absolutely fantastic. Oh no, I I love that, especially as a stickler for grammar. But no, I, I think I think a, a a respectable close second is the importance of dental hygiene after Robin is saved by biting onto the batarin. I mean, come on. That is, yeah, that that's is a good no, one. That, that that's a great one. That is a great but, one. But but, but no, I I might have to agree. <laughs> Just the, the the pause what we're doing. Correct your grammar, son. Oh, yes. of course. And then they even finish with him being like, "Thank you, Batman." You're welcome. Oh, of course. Like, yeah. you know, it's not just, oh, thanks, and we're done. No, we have to be very formal about it from start to finish. Yeah. Complete sentences thank, and everything. Thank you for pointing out my ignorance. Right. right. <laughs> that that absolutely kills me. I love that so much. I, I love it every time. I forgot it was in this episode until, yeah, until that, that came around, and I was just like, yes. <laughs> yes. Ugh. Yeah, because so what's the name of the character that he's playing? It's Zubin. Uh... It's Zucchini. Zubin Zucchini, right? It's something <laughs> That's a nice zucchini. alliteration, yeah. Oh yeah, I know, right? Yeah, because because oh yeah, because then uh, Catwoman's uh, Minerva uh, Matthews, yeah, right? something like yeah. that. Yeah, so even more alliteration. Very mm -hmm. grammar heavy episode. Yep, yep, exactly. Nice, uh, man. But yeah, that was um. That's definitely the highlight. That's that's the highlight. Of Other than just Julie before. Newmar in general, but sure, sure, yeah, of course. Um, that that that's another thing. Just just every scene with her and and Adam West is just oh, absolute man. gold. It is just it, the dialogue is so good. Yeah. Um. It it is just fantastic, and it, nothing better than when they go to that uh, pink sandbox. Nightclub, oh yeah the club yeah and oh. then they're immediately pushed into the the death trap of the, the hot um, floor yeah the uh burning hot floor <laughs> and you just have julie newmar just eating up the whole thing oh yeah as they're literally irish dancing <laughs> on, the, on the hot floor with their boots on which we know are bulletproof oh good point yeah <laughs> so they're, they're not feeling that they should be fine there's also springs in them somewhere yeah, so as long as they don't hold still and just melt through everything they're so fine they should be fine but clearly it's a problem maybe it's a different pair they're wearing but that's great but then we have one of my all-time favorite death traps that this is this is oh, one this of my one's... two favorite death traps of all time um what, what was the other one my other fit we haven't seen it yet it's a, oh it's, okay it's a, it's a it's a it's a little bit later on it's a it's a, it has it has to do with a catapult but um oh, nice. okay yeah, this is my other favorite one that oh, I great. vividly remember watching. I mean, it's one giant of the magnifying absurd. glasses <laughs> that are going to roast them over a uh, a grill. <laughs> that is awesome. 
That and is absolutely fantastic. And they're like, and they're what covered in margarine? Yeah, they yeah. Said? Like, they, they covered <laughs> the whole thing in margarine to help them fry. My God, that is so good. But it's not only great. We get that is my favorite back and forth between Catwoman and Batman in the whole in the whole show in the whole episode because oh, sure. she's sitting there and she's explaining how they're gonna roast and all that stuff and. But she's like, don't worry, because you get to star in a new show, Bat on a Hot Tin Roof. And they all <laughs> laugh. And then you just see Batman as straight as possible. It's just like, that's not a bit funny. And the <laughs> Catwoman is just over him. And he's just like, you never did have a sense of humor. And he's offended by that. Like, he starts <laughs> with her saying that, like, what? <laughs> she's right dude <laughs> i know but that just kills me that kills oh no me. absolutely that is so funny just him saying that's not a bit funny just <laughs> makes a non-funny bit hilarious and well, it's and just it's so good that's why he's the best that's why he is just the absolute oh, for best sure. it's kind of cool how that how that line kind of comes back later in uh, return the joker oh yeah hey, i think about that good point that is a good point. I do a completely different character <laughs> yeah yeah you're right you're right that's fair interesting yeah but uh, no I, I totally agree that, that that's so so bad i mean they have the best on-screen bat batman catwoman relationship ever i mean yes. i love the animated series one but as we've mentioned some of the episodes they're weird yeah they're, they, they don't have the best circumstances for them to interact you know because it's usually behind some crazy plot but 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 these two when they're together is so good it just shows you what these two characters can be like together and mm. we just haven't seen that since yeah no we really haven't it's true especially not in the movie that shall not be named no um but yeah and then of course to get out of it they have to move the magnifying glasses exactly 14 degrees <laughs> to their left one degree off and it will vaporize their hands and turn Which, them into ash I don't, I don't know about vaporizing, but okay. I yeah, I don't. I don't really think it'll just burst into flames, but <laughs> no, I mean, it'll, it'll burn. It'll get very sure. hot and painful, but uh, but yeah, but they're able to do it just with the toes of their boots, fourteen degrees exactly, and of course they they do it, and then we get another one of the best back and forths ever between Batman and Robin after they escape. The the they get the the magnifying glass to burn through the the bonds on their wrists. And uh, they get out, and you kind of get Robin. He just kind of sits there, and he's like, man, Batman, we really have gotten out of a lot of tight places. It seems like we get out every time. And then Batman goes on this big, long thing. But ultimately, it's he says, I believe it's because our hearts are pure. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> where, yeah, where did that come from? <laughs> Fantastic. Again, it's just the, the he sells it 100%. That is the best part of this show right there <laughs> that that that's the whole show summed up in one line of dialogue yeah, yeah. that's it yeah, i agree it there is fantastic <laughs> oh that made me laugh that was fantastic uh you get julie newmore actually gets to do acting when she plays the old woman yeah and yeah she yeah. does a good job too uh, she, obviously she's quite the performer yeah she she's really good actually playing um yeah so it's a shame I haven't seen her more stuff just in general. I know, I know. I, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, she's doing a good job. Now, of course, Burt Ward is not the one playing Zucchini. In, no, uh, no. It's not him until the reveal. 
So <laughs> gotta love that little face, <laughs> completely you know swaparoo at the end. Right, right. I know. How could we not tell that it wasn't Burt Ward? Oh, well, because it actually wasn't. Um, <laughs> that was pretty funny. Uh, I do love, there was also a great line, because, okay, so what she's trying to do is she impersonates the old lady who's going to buy these Stradivariuses. Violins, yeah, yeah. Yeah, violins. And um, they're meeting with this crazy eccentric, they're both crazy eccentric millionaires, right. of course. And, um... So they're going to meet at the top of uh, Gotham State Building. Well, of course, she goes up and is going to interact with him because she takes the place of the the rich lady, uh, Catwoman does. And then she turns the elevators off. So then when Batman comes in and the police, the elevator's not working. And we get a great line from Batman where he's just like... Uh, he says the elevators are out of commission, commissioner, <laughs> which is fantastic. It's it sure on airplane. <laughs> that was a great, that was a great little little uh, little script script uh, part right there. Yeah, you and, have clearance, clearance. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but he's got a portable bat jet that he's been working on all episode, which makes absolutely no sense. I don't understand uh, no. what this is. It's just a stick, and you just <laughs> stick it on and rocket shoots out i don't don't even know yeah they're pushing it there (laughs) it's fine and that shoots the elevator up uh so he's able to get up to the top i'm not sure how it stopped but that's a good question (laughs) (laughs) but i guess it did i'm glad it did yeah there's brakes on it i don't know uh i do love though the reveal of robin being zucchini the whole time at the end that was Uh, that was great that That was was very funny (laughs) that was very funny and um, uh and then of course the getaway rocket is just fantastic with it properly labeled just getaway rocket painted in <laughs> giant letters across the side uh, but of course it doesn't work and we get that awesome easily uh, grammar lesson and uh, oh, Batman yeah. and Robin don't do a very good job here I mean there's only two of those oh. lackeys and the one uh, uh, tabloid reporter who we haven't talked about yet oh right and right. Um, they That's really nice. take it to him man like they, yeah, they, they are do. struggling to to fight these buffoons I don't, I don't know they just didn't eat their vegetables this episode i don't know yeah which was uh yeah they, uh, maybe they're still feeling it from the the magnifying glass i don't, I, don't I, I guess yeah we'll chalk it up to that <laughs> i don't remember and then so catwoman kind of bails out at the end and she's trying to escape out the window of a hundred story building moron uh, yeah. <laughs> with the violins and the money and then uh you know batman and robin trying to coax her back in and she almost falls, and then immediately is like, you know what? This was a dumb idea. Let's let's go back <laughs> in. Again, Catwoman is by far the smartest person in this entire show. Oh, and, for sure. Um, and then, it, <laughs> but I'm not sure why she couldn't come in holding all the stuff. But apparently, she couldn't, and she needed a bat rope to help her. I'm not really sure why she's standing on a ledge. But yeah. Anyway, uh, but of course, Robin's like, no, they're fake anyway. You can just throw them down. Yeah. <laughs> Because throwing things down a hundred foot building won't do any damage whatsoever if they happen right, to hit yes. anything down at the bottom. Yes. That's very, not very the considerate poor, of Batman and yeah. Robin here. The poor civilians walking around down there <laughs> might might beg to differ. Yeah, that made me laugh. And then literally all Batman says is "Don't be ridiculous." And then she's just like, "Okay, I'm coming back in." Like that's all well, it to, took. That's all it well, took. To, to be fair, I mean. If, Adam must tells you to say that or says that to you. Well, yeah, that's all the advice you need right there. That's fair. That that's fair. 
and then, of course, uh, she falls anyway, but she has the bat rope, so she's okay. But but then, as Batman's trying to pull her up, the weird reporter guy pushes him out the window, but he's <laughs> able to hold on to the rope, so then they're both just kind of hanging there off the bat rope, and, man, she really tries, she really tries to sweeten Batman up, but... He's not yeah. going to, he doesn't go for it because crime fighting leaves little time for social engagements. That is a, <laughs> that is a, that is a quote from, <laughs> from, from that. And then didn't believe it. <laughs> my other, my other favorite part is after they're, they're going to take her off to jail and they're at the police headquarters, they're at police headquarters. And apparently the trial's already happened and she's, she's going oh, yeah, to jail for awesome. seven to 10 years. <laughs> and you have, she's a little bit salty that Batman testified against her. <laughs> I, I do love that. <laughs> How could oh, you? Oh, that was great. That was so funny. The way she, the way she was uh, not not let's too happy about that. That was. Let's that was, be honest. But then Batman's like, "Well, I have a duty to the taxpayers of Gotham." And it was just. Oh, that was. Well, so I'm, funny. I'm calling. I'm calling BS. I think the only reason he testified, he's still salty about her saying he has no sense of humor. That's the only reason. <laughs> That's fair. That's <laughs> he just fair. shows up as on the corner. Like, Do you have any more witnesses? Uh, no, Your Honor. And Batman walks in. No, I'll testify. What? He's like, <laughs> so mad about that one that you said. <laughs> she also said I had no sense of humor. Oh, oh, oh well, please. Then. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's how everybody would react, totally. <laughs> I know. It's a... It's a... Yeah, on this show, that is how they would react. Gordon but, uh, would be appalled, like, how dare you say that about Batman? Yeah, yeah, Chief O'Hara would really be mad. He'd start to throw hands. So would, oh, yeah. Batman has the greatest sense of humor this world has ever seen. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh, man. But, and then, and then of course, she rubs up against him as the goodbye kiss thing, which is weird. And then Batman <laughs> blushes, apparently, and Commissioner Gordon calls him out for that. Yeah, Just like totally that. Yeah. calls him out, right in the middle of everyone. <laughs> Yeah, that's a little embarrassing, but whatever. That was pretty funny. That was pretty funny. That was like those moments of Batman. He can't really deny his, I mean, feelings. I guess you could call him for yeah, yeah. Soft spot, spot for Catwoman. Yeah, again, yeah. they do a good job of building their relationship over the course of this show. Yeah, it's, it's never too much in one direction. It's never too much of just a romance or too much of a straight villain adversary type of role. It's, it's well, right it's, in between. It's also really the only character. In the entire show that ever builds anything with Batman. Yeah, you're right. Nothing yeah. else ever builds. It's either already there or, you know, yeah. never there. Yeah, yeah. Good like point. he already has it with Robin and Commissioner and, and the Chief sure. and, you know, all and Alfred and all those. And then with all, all the other villains, it's just they're just villains. Right. But uh, that's the one character yeah. that actually has a uh, that builds up like a rapport with with Batman, which is really interesting. Especially yeah, for a show like see. this where that just doesn't happen. No, no, yeah. For such a, you know, episodic, weekly, one-and-done type of thing, yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, no we one... didn't talk about uh, the Katusi. Oh, you get to see, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the, the way they shoehorn Aunt Harriet into this episode. <laughs> yeah, was it Benedict Arnold or whatever? Yeah. It's the Katusi, <laughs> which is just the thriller dance. So all we know, uh, now we know Michael Jackson's a big phony. Um, oh exactly good riddance (laughs) and uh so we have for some reason 65 year old aunt harriet is doing the katusi oh boy (laughs) i don't know why i don't know how she knows but no she's hip man she's hip she's hipper than batman that's for sure oh sure well batman uh, has no sense of humor (laughs) skills. right we have we have established that (laughs) 
um but oh i just totally forgot what i was gonna say about the Katusi? yeah i was going somewhere with that and now i forgot where it was oh yeah no the band the band was great because it's uh benedict arnold and the traitors that's right yeah the tra- that's right <laughs> which is of course the just opposite of paul revere and the raiders yeah <laughs> but uh that was that was very funny that's a nice little touch, yeah. That was good. Also, we got to talk about the crazy report, uh, tabloid reporter. Oh, yeah, Jack, uh, Jack, uh, what was the name? Um, uh, oh, shoot, you made me blank on it, too, but it's Maverick. Yeah, yeah, um, O'Shea. Yeah, Jack, yeah, Jack O'Shea, O'Shea yeah. but it's Jack Kelly. Right, right. Which is fantastic to awesome. get to see in this role, <laughs> which is just, it, it, it's great. I enjoyed that a lot. Yeah, this is actually like a a well-known actor coming in and doing a good job. Right, like, uh, again, and like, you don't see that. Well, I mean, I guess we have seen it a few times, but we don't usually see it in, we don't usually see that level of actor come in for like that type of part. They they usually come in as the guest villain. Yeah, shoehorned in villain that we never knew about. And yeah, here you go. Right, but instead it's the shoehorned in side tabloid uh, tabloid reporter. Secret bad guy, yeah, kind of. Yeah, who ends up being in with Catwoman, of course. Like, of course. Nobody saw it coming. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so there's a let's see a few things, a few more things on um on this episode. How many more times do we see uh, Julie Newmore? We're gonna see her a bunch more times. Okay. Because she is in, uh, I forgot. I think she she's in the most episodes of any villain in season two. Oh, wow. I, I think she's that. in 12 nice. total episodes. So we'll get to see her nice. six, six times or like five more times in okay. this uh, in this season. Um, her and Penguin are the most, um, oh, I'm sure. pretty sure, in this, this, uh, in this whole season, which is absolutely fantastic. Yeah, she's in. 12 total episodes in this, okay, nice. in this season. So, of course, that's six, two, two right. parters. Two part. Um, all right. But, uh, yeah, some other stuff with this. We didn't even, they didn't, they don't mention how Catwoman survived the last episode. Because if, if you remember. Was that the, oh, the cave one, right? She, she pulled, uh, Indiana Jones in the last crusade and yeah. just fell into the bottomless pit. Like the the hot Nazi chick, yeah. Yeah, Elsa. Oh yeah, she yeah, just Elsa, she just right, yeah. disappeared and fell into bottles. Oh yeah, they, but she's she's all right. I mean, they well, do mention well, like that. They do say like that she's alive now. So I guess they well, mentioned that it was a it's kind of something on it. But and and cats always land on their feet. So. And nine lives. There you go. So maybe she has eight lives now. But, okay, so uh, they're not that dumb and they're not gonna do that that gimmick. <laughs> right. We get unlike uh, some people. We get Commissioner Gordon saying it's a bird and it's a plane oh with, yeah with uh a, a looking up at the top of the building which is like wow Con- we're just gonna confirm the universe <laughs> yeah we're gonna say george reeves superman exists in the world of batman 66 oh man if only we could have had that i know oh. that would have been that would have been great uh, uh yeah so like when they good. dropped the metropolis line in batman forever yeah, 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 yeah. But P- see, we don't realize that now, but that was like that. Like it, there, there was barely internet at the time, but that 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 broke the internet at the time. Oh, dude, like, that was. Or, can you imagine? 
like oh getting God, a reference yeah. to that. I mean, it 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 it, hap- it happened to us, like with the MCU, and it was going on. Or like freaking uh, I Am Legend. The only remember- memorable thing about that movie is in the background there's a poster with the Batman and Superman logo, and you know, I think it was for that um uh what's his name the guy who did Mad Max uh yeah Justice yeah League. the the uh George Romero oh uh, no Romero. no no uh, shoot uh Miller uh, George Miller George Miller yeah 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 it, but yeah so people saw that like what <laughs> but it, <laughs> it was speculated more so than the movie was you know for yep. months and but uh no totally that's what it would have been like back then I feel like mm-hmm. that's um, pretty cool so yeah but that, that was that was that was a nice little fun little fun nod there uh, sure. We already talked about one, but there's a lot of there. There's a handful of guests of uh, guest stars in this in this episode. Obviously, you got Jack Kelly in there. You have James Brolin playing the armored really? armored truck driver. No kidding. Yeah. All right. I didn't even see that. Yep. Damn. Yep. James, the one that uh, a Catwoman's trying to flirt with. Oh, okay. Wow. Cool. Um, Edie Williams is in it. And uh, I forgot where she was. She she was the uh, oh yeah she was the 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 server at the pink sandbox. But she's been a handful of stuff. But those two are the main ones. We got Maverick in there, okay. and then James Brolin, guest star. Yeah, I mean, I in this episode. Brolin. That's cool. Nice. Um, yeah, I already talked about the fact that Burt Ward is not the one playing Zubin Zucchini. Uh, no, if you needed it, you know, yeah. that explained to you. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then uh, apparently Glob's Drugstore is a play on Schwab's pharmacy. So the, the drugstore is where the Jack O'Shea's office in a telephone booth was. And apparently that's a play on, um, yeah, this Schwab's pharmacy, which is a eatery in Hollywood, which was also used as the office of gossip columnist, Sidney Slosky, uh, Slosky in the 1930s. And okay. uh, Sklosky was the person who uh, really kind of popularized the nickname Oscar for the Academy Awards. Oh, wow. That's a deep cut. Yeah, I know. Right. Damn, okay. <laughs> so there's some interesting stuff going on in, in okay, these two like episodes. Three trivia facts of one. Good I know. Job. I know. There's a lot of stuff wow. in there. But uh, okay. ultimately, it's a good episode. It's it's, yeah, it's, it's 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 a very weird and disjointed and not very competent gr- group of episodes as far no, as the script goes. Said, it's, it's two completely different episodes. Yeah, they're together. they're not. It's like they were just going through a, a pile of scripts that they had and just decided to put these two together. Um, or 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 they just figured the whole capper or school just couldn't work for two. Which is episodes. a shame because that just doesn't pay off anywhere, and I would have loved no, to yeah. see that. I don't, I don't get why they didn't just stick with that, but it yeah, still worked out. Yeah. And then, of course, I mean, the biggest thing with this episode is obviously just seeing Julie Newmar's Catwoman. Oh, yeah. That's and how, all how great she and Adam West are together. Yeah, that's why I have a problem with the whole lack of continuity. It's yeah, like, yeah, me too. I don't episodes. care. I just want to see yeah. them on screen together. Yeah, by any means, yeah. But also, this is the first, you know, I mean, this is the start of the budding potential romance between the two characters. Because hmm. th- there wasn't really any of that in the first episode. I mean, really, they no. play well, really. To get, they, they've always yeah, they, played well chemistry. together, but yeah, yeah, it was much yeah. more of a villain dynamic. Yeah. When this episode, it starts to turn that corner. Um, because even in the movie, one, it wasn't Julie Newmar, but also there was no Catwoman, Batwoman, Batman in the movie. It was all yeah. the Kitka character. Right. So it still wasn't the same. 
But and then obviously just because Numar just is perfect. Again, it's the perfect yin yang with two characters yeah. of the yeah. super stoic to the nth degree straight man, and then just the over the top flirtatious Temptress, yeah. Catwoman. It's just it's perfect. No, it's perfect. That's it's treading true formula. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah. So really, really good episodes. Oh, much better. God, yeah. Yeah, way, way, way <laughs> better than the last ones. That's for, I mean, that's I wonder if they sure. do it too. And like after the those episodes, like okay, we gotta we gotta bring in the the prime. I still don't understand why we didn't start. Why you wouldn't start the season with the like with this? I, why I would think you not start I think, with Catwoman, like a big, you know, one of the main villains and everything. I don't. I think he hit the nail on the head when, you know, they're like, oh, we got our Carney. That's a huge thing. Yeah. So it's got to be with the premiere. And who knows? Maybe he was, you know, egotistical and saying, oh, well, I'm only going to be in a season premiere. You know, that's the only time you'll get me. So to be honest, I, I doubt know. that. I don't even think he cared that much. Yeah, good point. He, he looked pretty. <laughs> I don't even pretty. think he cared whether when, when his episode aired. Yeah, I don't know what point <laughs> in his career he was. But uh, no, yeah. But yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Just use a big name to yeah drum up uh anticipation but yeah it's like catwoman's bigger jaw as it turns out in the end yeah 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 oh yeah i mean that's not even close of course anyway uh the next time we'll be in 1966 batman we will be into some interesting episodes with uh a very famous batman villain the minstrel minstrel yeah not not a famous batman villain at all but, you don't um, say. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? So that's what we're going to talk about in two weeks. Oh, um, boy. With that. So that'll be, you know, that'll be interesting. That will be interesting. Have you uh, seen the episodes? I don't remember these. I Maybe. Oh, I wow. Don't, okay. I don't remember. Um, I'll know once, once I start watching them. Oh, but, I'm sure uh, you will. <laughs> anyway, next week we're back in the Batman animated series. And we got three episodes i'm really excited about one that i'm not as excited about one that's pretty decent and one that is one of my all-time favorite episodes okay another kind of recurring uh it's a good mix it's a good mix yeah yeah um we we haven't had one where it's been just all duds oh god no i don't think that's possible well that's fair yeah there's not gonna be three in a row that are duds that's just not in the show but we got off balance so we we're gonna get count vertigo Oh yeah, yeah. Which is uh, which is a good episode, yeah, and I fun. think I, that's the one that introduces uh, Talia Al Ghul and I think it is the League yeah. of Shadows, which they call it something else. Yeah, I forget what they call it. Is I don't remember. They, they, they don't call, call it, it the League else. of Assassins. No, sure. no, they don't use assassins. They yeah, I forget. It's something else. But uh, we are introduced to to yeah to the shadows and Talia in that episode as well so that's a good one also cool. it gets batman out of gotham city and it might be the first time in the oh show. no remember he went to japan right yeah you're right he did go yeah. to japan um but anyway and then we have one of my all-time favorites the man who killed batman oh yeah <laughs> top five favorite joker moment in any medium of all time that will be fun and i cannot wait to talk about a, that episode again that's going to be absolutely fantastic and then we have a kind of a meh episode with mudslide which is a clay face episode yeah. it's the one yeah. where he has to be in that like weird plastic thing because he's like falling apart oh yeah something yeah, like yeah, that's that. right. it's kind of weird but it's okay but yeah oh that, that's what we're that's what we're talking about next week off balance the man who killed batman and mudslide 
All right. All right. So that was a good episode. Um, yeah. Make sure and follow us on Twitter to stay up to date with all the episodes that we're coming out with. It is at Uncaped Review. And you can follow me on Twitter at Marky Mark Brand. You can follow me at Ian Bartbark. Uh, make sure and check us out on YouTube as well. The Uncaped yeah. Crusaders on YouTube where we got Movie Swamp. Comes out. Yeah, who knows when. It comes out every now and then. (laughs) Usually weekly, if not bi-weekly. Yeah, weekly or bi-weekly, we got Movie Swamp where we each give the other one a movie to watch for the first time. Uh, The one that's up right now is our one on Gone with the Wind and Black Klansman. So make sure and check that one out. Um, Our next one will be coming up at some point in the future where we're going to talk The Assassination of Jesse James by the Coward Robert Ford. And uh, <laughs> the breath, yeah. <laughs> and uh, big trouble in Little China. So that'll be the next one coming up within a week or so. So uh, keep an eye out. Uh, keep an eye out for that one. Also, almost also. done with my Back to the Future video. No um, kidding. Almost finished with it. I still have. It's still, still a few more things to do. Put it like together. Whole thing, the whole thing, or is it going to be like multiple parts? Oh yeah, no, it's um, it's. I mean, uh, well, Part this one. is all by itself, but I have several things I could make videos on. Oh okay. Like I, oh, had, I, I had like gotcha. a twelve-page term paper that had a couple different pieces to it. Um, I gotcha. That I could not fit into one video because I just don't want to kill myself. Okay. This has already been way more work than I thought it was going to be. But oh, uh, I'm sure. <laughs> anyway. That will be coming out sometime soon, probably probably within the next week. No so, kidding. Uh, definitely keep uh, keep an eye out for that on the YouTube channel as well. It'll be on the yeah. true hero of Back to the Future, so might not be who you think it is. So just keep oh. that keep that in mind. But anyway, uh, any final thoughts, Ian, before we sign off? Uh, no. Also, uh, stay tuned for when we eventually release our uh, YouTube video of the Batman movies all ranked, at least uh, live action. Whenever that'll happen. Whenever that again, we got we got a lot going on right now, but that will come eventually. It will, it will, and that'll be fun. That'll that'll it be will, fun yeah. to do. Looking forward to that. Uh, trapped in our blockbuster, we got all of them at our disposal. So as well, yeah. We've had to watch them many times, good and bad. But so we're yeah, we're well versed and we're we're good authority when it comes uh, to stuff. One thing I did. Do you want us? Uh, are we gonna put these together as a collective ten? Or because there's ten movies. Are we going to put them together as a collective one or each have our own 10? Uh, I think each have our own 10. Okay. Anyway, yeah. we'll, we'll figure that out. But that, figure that, it out. that'll be fun. That'll be fun. There's really been 10. Damn. Okay. Yeah, there's been 10. Wow. Including uh-huh. Justice League, which has a live yeah, action that... Batman in it. There's 10. That uh, counts, yeah. Yeah. So anyway. Thanks All a lot, right. guys, for uh, listening to this episode of the Uncaped Crusaders review. Um, that does it for this one. Again, I'm Mark. I'm Ian. We'll talk to you next week. Da 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 da